she stood her. That bitch shot you in the face because she stood around us because she stood her fucking ground. Hey man, hey man, yeah. <laughs> about to go live. Listen, we're about to go live. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey, what's up? What, what's up? Huh? Y'all seen these faces uh, before? Man, it's been a minute. Stop. I, Brooklyn, I know you man. see the cap. I know you see the cap. Brooklyn, this shit is hot. Hey man, listen. We back, ladies and gentlemen. BK, what's up? AY, the wide nose bandit. Coming y'all at you live really, and direct. Hey, y'all don't even know what's about to happen to y'all right now. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. We're just going to play it, spin it, do what we do. You know what I'm saying? This episode is truly, Arm Studios. This episode is truly going to be what we really do. Okay. No bullshit. Okay. Hey, man, this is episode 50, man. Welcome to okay. Replay. What's up? Glad to have you. What's up? Glad to have all the sponsors. What's up? Westside. What's those people calling shit that, 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 that like our shit? Subscribers. Subscribers. What's up? <laughs> Woo! All the billions of you. What's going Literally. on, kid? What's up with you, BK, man? What you up to, man? It's nice to see you again, man. Man, it's been a minute, man. Give me something, dog. It's been a minute. Uh, connect that out, bro. Minute, man. Connect we had to take a break. Bro. Get some things situated. Yo. But we're back here live and direct. Hey, we fell into the fall. Rocking it. Real shit. Yes. We was pounding the summer. I like fall, man. I love the fall. I love, fall. I love the fall. Oh, fall was so Come nice. On, man. Anything you get to be- put on a jacket or a hoodie or a sweater. And- In the morning, y'all crisp. Come on, shit. man. I love, I love that. that. I love that shit. It was cool as shit this morning. <laughs> Woo. And like, you you want to hear something funny? I, I have been so used to it being hot yeah. that every night, I have this overhead fan. Keep it going, huh? And it's on high. Keep it going, <laughs> man. When I woke up this morning, I shoot, I man. Shit. My teeth were chattering, man. I was like, I was like, ugh. SDG they ain't getting yeah, this money. Man. They done getting this money. Yeah, they ain't getting money from here no more. Yeah. <laughs> hey, anything with B E R at the end of it, I'm for it, kid. You know how we do it, man. Our whole crew is bird boys. Word man. up. Bring Word the fall, up. bring the winter in. It's, it's a beautiful time for me. Yes, man. it is. I, yes, it is. I want the people to know right now, man. This is episode fifty. For real, in house. Okay, all right. There's gonna be a fifty, probably part A, part B, part C, but just real shit, man. From the like, like my man like to say, the foundation, just from the, right. the creative spot of where this all came from. Today, man, we're just gonna talk to y'all for a little bit, man. Let y'all know where we come from. We're gonna play y'all some music to show y'all to show y'all how we connected and, and, and evolved. You, you feel me? And, and, and just started breaking up, putting our layers down. Okay, and and. What you see around you is the foundation. I can dig it. That's what we're going to do. So episode 50, man. Um, yes, sir. My man says it best right here, BK. He says 50 ain't nothing to sneeze at. It sure is. So if you're 50 years old Oof. or you've done something for 50 times Oof. or you get to the number 50 Oof. is something that means you're putting in some concentrated you're doing some effort. work. Man. You're putting in concentrated effort. Yes. And that, that's nothing to take lightly. Man. Yeah. That you means know. something. It does. That it does. means something. We, we could go deeper into who we really means commitment, longevity. But we're not going to do that. Passion. Yes, sir. What else, man? It, it means seasoned. Seasoned. Professional. Experience. Even. Yes. Yes. It means no bullshit. You said, look, it, I'm not going to stop here or there. And at 50, there's no yeah. way you stop. You say, you know what? Yeah. Fuck, I might as well keep going. Then. Yeah. I got to go ahead and see this through. It's that quote, unquote, this is what I'm doing. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Period. It is the label of unlabeling. <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> right. If you're doing this, you ain't even got to say what it is. You've been doing it. I know, right? Motherfuckers know. Oh, shit. They, oh. Yeah, you've been oh. doing this shit for a minute. Oh. 
Let me tell y'all how podcast. It what? Oh, let me they're doing another episode. Oh yeah, that's normal. <laughs> we play it has always happened since I've known this guy. Mm-hmm. I met him in '87, the summer, mm. straight up. All right, we've been playing music for each other since then, every day, almost all the time. Yeah, for whatever reasons, right? He, oh no, I was basically like, you know what? I think it was last year. Fuck it, let's just. We might as well shoot ourselves doing it. And I came up with an idea. So we just call it We Play It. You're right. He took it to a whole nother level. And not only we're going to do this, we're going to do this, we're going to do this and this and this. He fine-tuned this shit to a, to a T. But at the same time, we still do what we do. We just have a camera showing y'all what we do. So basically, I give him some songs. He gives me some songs. We talk about them. Sometimes we do it this way. Sometimes we do it that way. It's not staged. It, it is what it it's is. It's just us. Granted, it's just us in a crazy background here. That's it. Like in a room. In Gregory Set. Arms Studio. All right. Simple. The, the studio here has a dope ass name. It's a reason for this name, but that's not necessary. We just want y'all to understand this is what we've always done, man. I've known this man since he was a, a younger man, almost a, a teen even. So my room, man, when you met me, man, my, my whole room was full of like artifacts of like bands and music do me a favor and chonies and <laughs> go to my list go to my list and play the um what you want to hear play track four track this four? is what i saw when i went into this man's room this is what made me think this is what i think thought of when i went to this man's room the first time i went to this man's room this 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 song makes me think of this guy to a t <laughs> hit it oh we got a volume when I went to this man's room, I went to school. <laughs> that damn alarm bell came on and I woke the fuck up. I was like, what? Get the fuck out of here. Yes, sir. This is what makes me think of the first time I made it way great Damn. Is this Prince Starfish and Coffee? I love this song, man. I love this song so much. But I probably would have never got into it. If it man. I probably would have never, ever really yeah. gave Prince the whole yeah. go over here with me. Right, 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 right. You know, it was you. Dive in. Right, right. Like, you can go over here. Yeah. No, you said, literally, nigga, go over here. That's just this. No, you already made it very clear. But go over here. And I never turned my back on Prince again. Starfish and coffee. And these lyrics, this song, your room, it was like that bell going off. Yeah. I found my bitch. Like, like a wake-up call. I found my bitch. Straight. I ain't even met you yet. Now Let's go. Yep, here we go. Let's 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 and myself would have never been able to bond in. Would have never crossed. That would have been a sad, I'll feel void in my life because I mm. had a lot of, I had a lot of great experiences mm. because of Prince and shit, you know, that I just wasn't going to dive into without this cat right here. Man. Immediately, first thing he said was, I'm a Prince dude. Immediately. Yeah, man. That was undeniable because it was everywhere. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> You you want to hear something funny, man? Where I came from musically, listening to my dad or watching him play music in our house, like every day, every every morning, evening, night, man, my dad was always playing music. 
Never played any instruments, man, but just love music so much. Yes, sir. When I heard Prince, man, Prince actually kind of bridged the gap from, from what my dad was listening to, 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 to like somehow when I started listening to Prince, it all kind of made sense. And it was weird, man, because Prince is all over the place. It's rock, it's soul, it's funk, like everything, man. Prince, Prince just kind of like made it all make sense for me. Mm. And it and it and it and it changed me, man. Like it changed me, man. Like big time, big mm. time, overwhelmingly so. And I think through through that, like my mom started listening to Prince. My got, dad started all, listening all to Prince. <laughs> Prince. Y'all are Prince family and shit. And it's almost but like you know, mom. once my once once my mom and dad validated him, then I was like, oh, all right. Well, I I must know what I'm talking about musically. Like 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 if they dig this, then 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 this shit must be like, you know, legit. That's it. It's funny you said that. Yeah. Go to your list, us versus them. Yes. And go ahead and hit the first track. Woo-hoo. Hit that first track. You know what? Hit that first track. Some of these people mm. wouldn't have thought they listened to that. Everybody's probably heard this little riff before somehow, somewhere in a jingle, a commercial. We'll let Who it knows? play real quick for them. We'll let it play. That is the soprano sax too. For all you suckers out there. Not the alto. Actually, I'm sorry. That is the. The alto? No. Alto soprano. It's the one with the ring. It's little, it's like, it looks like a clarinet with a brass. Yeah. All I have to say is that when I first met you and, and you invited me over to your house, we went up to like your dad's office, which is also the music room. <laughs> and the very, the very first thing that I heard heard from you, which was weird, it was John Coltrane, my favorite things, and we sat there in that room for like 13 minutes, not saying anything. And then right after that, I don't know why you did this, but but you introduced me to Jimi Hendrix, and I was like, what the fuck? Go ahead and play some that. What the fuck? As a child, it made no sense to me, man. Those two are probably my biggest influences. Mm-hmm. As a, as a adolescent, mm-hmm. culturing automatically from the rip. And I had no idea Jimmy was going to be It just he just he just came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. It was just the perfect time for me to crack me in the skull. Wow. Wow. And I didn't wild out on it. I didn't white boy out on it. Like, I, I felt where the nigga was coming from. He wanted to do the blues. He wanted to do James Brown all that shit, but that's not him. Right. He right. wanted shit loud. He wanted amps, nigga, and, and reverb. And he went for it. And he's a modern day us. He was us back in his time. Yes. Weird shit. Yeah. The nigga can play the shit out of a guitar with him. Man. Yeah, dude. Yeah, man. So, listen. J- just right there, listen to that. Prince, John, John Coltrane, Coltrane, Jimi Hendrix. If that ain't fucking foundation and the reason why you see this show being done since 87 today right now, you're right. you probably just ain't going to get it. Right. You probably don't connect with it. And you never will. And that's fine. We don't do this show for you all. 
we actually do this shit for ourselves and we figure, you know what? If you all want to check it out and peep it, let's share it. Why not? Let's share it. Because we look for shit. If yeah. I saw two motherfuckers doing some shit like this, they broke their story down their foundation, I'd probably be following them and checking them out too. Not following them. I don't like saying that word. I'm from a different generation. Right. I would definitely see what it is that they were doing. Right. So, but. Well, tell me, tell me, what did your dad introduce you to? How did he like influence you? Was it, it was, was it lots jazz. of jazz? All jazz. It was all jazz. All jazz. Dude. It was all so the rudiments of what Africa was. So let me ask ask you something. So when I met you, you were like a heavy like uh, Depeche Mode fan. Yeah. Tell me about Depeche Mode. <laughs> right. Tell me tell me about that love affair with <laughs> them. <laughs> being being a a kid coming from a jazz background. You know what, man? It's funny. The first thing that I realized what my dad was really trying to show me was he was showing me the artistic side of music. He already mm-hmm. knew. He knew there's plenty of James Browns, mm-hmm. Elvis Presley's. He knew that shit was there. Mm-hmm. He knew there was the Captain the Tennille. Mm-hmm. He was not dumb to that. Mm-hmm. But he was like, listen, there's music you feel, mm-hmm. there's music you think about, and then there's the combination of both, mm-hmm. which to me is artistic. Mm-hmm. But that's the difference between jazz and classical. Classical, they got to write it all down. Mm-hmm. If you can write your shit down in jazz, great. But guess what? You've written it down after you probably fucking played it. Right. You feel me? Right. Classical, they write it out. Okay. Right. Okay, now let's put them together. Let's see if this works. They like read it. Jazz is like, look, here's the foundation of it. Yeah. But you could it's gonna survive it's gonna and do whatever exactly. you want. So just that, stay within that key or the, or range or whatever. The only true or the feel. The only true American art form mm. in this country, made by, produced by, and made here, jazz. Nothing else. Nothing else. Everything else comes well, from hip hop. That's different. I know. I know. But but I mean, like you know what? I'm talking art. Art. Though. I'm not saying jazz. I mean, hip hop ain't an art, but it's a. It's a lesser, like once again, it's a lesser. Okay, all it's right. It's a lesser okay. form. All right. It's a very Ooh. rudimental. There's, very there's rudimental. a controversial statement. It's a very rudimental. No, it's not. It's factual. It's a very <laughs> rudimental aspect of jazz. It's not even. You can't even write the parameters of that shit into an actual jazz. If if you took what Miles True. Davis did in Bitches Brew and then say, well, I'm gonna go take what fucking Turner X did and fucking, you know, Public Enemy, it's totally different. Bro. Yeah. I'm not saying. Yeah. One is better than the other because everyone has. A um, choice. I'm not saying that at all. Yeah. But I'm saying there's art and then there's entertainment. That's all my dad was really trying to get yeah. me to understand. Yeah. So he came straight from the art side because he knew my mom. Yeah. She was all into the you know he, and he like he respected Motown and all. Yeah. He, yeah. he respected um. Yeah. Uh, uh, the Otis Redding. Yeah. He, he knew that shit was good. Yeah. He he, he was getting, he was doing things. Yeah. At his age, <laughs> his time and shit too. Man, my dad was heavily into Otis Redding. Yeah, Otis Redding, Sam Otis Cook. Redding, James Brown. Sam Cooke. <laughs> that, that was his two right yeah, there. Man. Actually, it was Otis Redding, James Brown, and Fela. Those, those were his, his big three. That's a powerful combination. So, so in the house, that's what I heard. Yeah. My dad was <laughs> Coltrane, number one. Pharaoh Sanders, who was pretty much underneath Coltrane, yeah. number two, Woody Shaw. That was his trumpet guy. Yeah. Love him, so Woody Shaw. But he would fuck with Thelonious. He would fuck with um, Art Blake. He would fuck with everybody. Right. Anybody in that era, because he was a young man playing at the time. He was literally in a band. I used to go with him. He mm-hmm. played um, electric guitar. He played upright bass. 
which is a funny thing because it's the only thing I ever saw you ever doing. Yeah. Is the bass. Not even thinking we we're gonna yeah. make a band or I didn't see you playing guitar, drum, right. none of shit. I just knew BK's gonna play the bass. Right. That's I don't know. Right. I don't know if it's because I saw my dad in you. Right. I don't know what it was. But my dad and my dad played everything. He played the soprano sax, alto sax, he played on um, little keyboards. But the thing he was really good at, and he excelled at mm-hmm. to me better than anything, was that upright bass and, mm-hmm. and a little electric guitar, a little rhythm. Mm-hmm. He was good at that shit, man. And him was his boy, Ham. It's an older guy, older than him. My dad always hung out with older people too. Mm-hmm. And um, they, I would go to their house like three years old, bro. And they would be jamming in the garage. But he had this whole little setup, jazz. My dad actually went on tour with some big jazz musicians, man. He played little backup, little club scenes and shit. Damn. All while trying to be under 30. Damn. All under 30. Up in Detroit, all that whole scene, Grand Rapids. Yeah. Kalamazoo, doing a little chitlin circuit and shit Damn. for the jazz musicians. That's Chicago, what it is, Indiana. man. I couldn't believe this shit, man. Wow. And I knew it. And he would say shit to me, but I never thought about it. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, here I go. Why you think I was so selfish, bro? Like, I'm, you know, I'm going to get mine. My dad made sure I could go and get mine. It wasn't necessarily about being educated or this, that, or third. He just wanted to make sure that I picked what it is I really wanted right. to do and committed to it. Let me ask you something. Talk about it. So did he ever hear the music you were playing coming out of your, yes. your, your room? Yes. Did he... Did he like it? Did he respect it? Did he acknowledge it? This is amazing that you asked me this question because I mm-hmm. always wanted to tell you this. Mm-hmm. I always had such a deep fondness for your father because mm-hmm. he was so like, he, the man was very, very few words. Mm-hmm. But when you play something, he liked it. He let you know, you mm-hmm. know, whether he told you or he smiled and oh, yeah, right. keep that going way, you know what? Right. He was very, my dad, no. He thought all the shit I thought was bullshit or he mm-hmm. just wanted to make sure I stayed focused. Mm-hmm. Some of the shit I think he may have liked, but he would never tell me that. He's, you know, my dad. My dad was regal. Man. He was very, <laughs> looked like a CIA operative. Yeah. He looked like he'd just yeah. been waterboarded and shit for three weeks. You know what I'm saying? He don't fuck with nobody. You know, always got that dumb face and shit. But I didn't realize how young he was. Yeah. Man. I didn't realize how young he yeah. was. You know, he had me at 19. Yeah. So nigga, he wasn't even 40 yet, man. He yeah. was like almost out of there. Yeah. You know, I graduated high school before he turned 40. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So I, I, to me, he was always old. Yeah. I didn't think of it that way. You know, this is yeah. a young nigga, man. Which right. Was, he was way ahead of his time, man. His mom. So. Yeah. He never, the Pesh Mode, back to your original question, though. Yeah. I never, I don't know how it happened, man. It just did. I moved to Kansas. I moved to Wichita, Kansas, man. Just everything changed. Wichita, Kansas. Wichita, Kansas, to this day, man. It, the Barretts died. We we should have never went there, and guess what? We never left. We never left. That place killed us, man. Not so much the place itself, but just the things that went on with us as a family. Mm -hmm. We never should have went there, man, and we never truly left, man. Mm -hmm. So the 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 best of what we were died when we got there, and it was never it was never the same again. Mm -hmm. But through that, I had a lot of great experiences, man. And right off the rip, it was tears for fears. Tears, Psychedelic first. Hell yeah. You two came out in 87 with Joshua Tree. Yeah. Lost my shit. I met my boy Prentice Fry. He was all into Jimmy Hendrix. He's like, yo, man, let's smoke this shit up and sit here on my big ass comfy lazy boy. I'm going to turn off these lights <laughs> and I want you to just listen to what this nigga does. He mm. played the Star Spangled Banner, man, off the Essential Volume 2. I was like, what the fuck? I was mm. zooming in gone. I was like, okay, I need to hear more. And he played uh, Purple Haze and then um, uh, what's the one? Um, he played um, 
Castles third, made third, a stand. Third no, stone from the no, sun. No, no, yeah, that was later. But okay. Castles made a stand. I thought that shit was so. I was hearing arrangements. Yeah. Even back then. Yeah. Like I could hear the pieces of yeah. how songs that I would like to make. How it should go. How I would how I would want to do it. Yeah. Or what yeah. I would do, even though I never thought about you know I'm gonna make a band and all this other bullshit. Yeah. But um, and then that was it. And then I was I, I don't know how I got into Depeche Mode. I can't remember that. All I know is on Sunday afternoons or Saturday afternoons, it should be the show called Live at the Montreal. Okay. And Depeche Mode used to come on and them niggas used to tear it out. I don't know if it was in Canada. I don't know if it was overseas, but they would come on. It was kind of like a white people's soul train, but they would be live. You know, <laughs> these white boys, dog. Hey, man. Listen, they would come uh, on, dog. Uh, There's a fly on the wind. Shit just went hard, man. I was like, are you kidding me? And yeah. I can feel myself doing what, what, this. What was that? Black celebration. Yeah, man. I can feel myself doing this shit. I was like, wait a minute. This is not right, but it's right. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's right. Yeah. That, that got me. It got me. Then somebody. What's and, up, Depeche Mode? Oh, man. Them motherfuckers couldn't do no wrong for me. I didn't know if it was women, gay. You know, it was back in town. Uh, John, yeah. John Michelle. <laughs> yeah. But it didn't matter because I wasn't at that level yet mentally. You give a shit. You, you also turned me on to Ooh. them as well. Man. Because I I was very much into like you know the Cure and Sushi and the Banshees man, oh but but when you introduce Depeche Mode to me man, then I was like oh yeah man, all right there's other music yeah dude. this is pretty cool it was wide open and um at the time they used to play people are people on the radio a lot yeah that was a little a lot that was a little um kiss me kiss me kiss yeah. me yeah shit yes but no they had deep dark shit man. yeah man and I saw how white girls used to respond to that shit I was like oh my god. Right, you're like because I came from the Duran Duran era yeah. and shit, yeah. Def Leppard, the bitches with their little cones and they back Gloria Vanderbilt and yeah. shit. The Pesh Mode was different. Like bit, white bitches was like, <laughs> so you you know what I mean? So I was like, what does he see? That's track somebody. Oh, man, come on, man. Come on. What? Oh my! That's when I really started listening to the lyrics. I was like, oh my god. Because I saw how my bitches were responding. Yeah, it you're was like, different. It was you're different. like, hmm, this is different. It was way different. This is interesting. It wasn't about the titties popping out or, you know, getting coochie <laughs> wet. This bitch mind was losing. She was losing her shit in her mind. You know, like, not even that, ah! She was, like, literally thinking, how do I fucking fuck uh... everything to be with this person? I, I came off of that shit, man. 87, you too? So when I met you, man. 87, music over the masses. Music over yes. the masses. The mode. Yes. Go ahead. So when I met you, man, we were also rocking. I mean, we were introduced to Public Enemy. Public Enemy came off a of Def Jam, and I, I think our whole school just went crazy for Public Enemy, man. Be, be, because it was right after Run DMC and then BC Boys, and then Public Enemy came on, and we all lost it. This song right here, "My Uzi Ways a Ton," was the shit. This can tell us nothing. This was the end of almost summer of 87. Yes. We had just started getting our kick on. Yes. There was a buzz going around. Nobody knew what. Yeah. This is the first group that you and me were like, look, we were like, yo, this is me. Yeah. Yeah. It was the first group. Yeah. It was the first combined group. And me and you were like, yo, <laughs> this shit is real. Let's go, dog. We can do this shit. Uh, Come on, man. Wasn't your whole football team rocking Everybody this? Everybody was <laughs> rocking White this, boys man. included. 
Man. He was great. He was like a, a cancer. A great cancer, though, man. Meant no over. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we were in a little place called Sugarland, Texas. A suburb outside of Houston, Texas. There's wow. no way it should have gotten there. No. Got in Texas, it got there. <laughs> and then this? I mean, this don't make any sense, man. Like, what is that in the background? I'm still trying to figure that out to this day. That is weird. I'm like, that would make no sense. Dude. Chuck G's voice and then Flavor Flav, that, that whole juxtaposition didn't make any sense. But it works. It worked. I don't know what 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 told them. Hey, I could be kicking knowledge, and I could be kicking about like you know black power this and this and that. And then you're over here just dancing around, hyping us up, hyping the crowd up. Who said that that would work? It makes no sense, man. That shouldn't work at all. I was proud <laughs> as a young motherfucker in his team. Mm. I was proud. I mean, I love Run DMC. I, I love LL Yeah, But this shit here? Yeah. This, this shit here? This hit different. In Texas? In the middle of the South? Yeah. In Texas? South, South, Texas almost. In the South. Man, I was so proud of this shit, dog. Like, I wore that shit on my heart, man. This shit a bomb. <laughs> and you think about it, it should have bombed, man, but it worked, man. It was beautiful. It was perfect timing. It was beautiful. And mind you, this album never got the commercial sets that it was supposed to get. It sure did. It sure didn't. It sure as hell didn't, man. So, man, tell me about your love affair with The Cure, too, man. I'm curious to hear about that. You this. know what? We're going to come back to that because it's, yeah? it's too much for us. That, that's you and me. That's how we, not only did we found it, that's our bond. You right, because <laughs> we did a lot of shit. But you know the group that really sold me with you outside exactly. of rap exactly. and R&B. I want you to go to my list. Pick that out. Pick that out. Go to my list. Hit pause on that. Hit pause on that. Say that. Who's Play this? number one on my song. Ooh. On my list. Play number one. Oh man, yeah, 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 man. This, this is what me and you went to another level. This bottle that's for life. <laughs> I don't know what it is about fish. This is where me and you left. Fishbone, we this is the known. song called One Day yep. by Fishbone. This it's an L.A. band, ska, rock, funk, everything, man. This band had it all to me. It was like they knew us. Yes. yes. And we should have known we was going to make a band because of that. was us. In a nutshell. Remember your, remember your fucking jam box? <laughs> Weird, black, <laughs> goofy looking. Truth and Soul to me is probably one of the top. But they could play their ass off. Probably one of the top 10 albums of the 80s. You know how much we played this shit before? I killed this album. We killed, killed this album. it. This album was bleeding, begging for me to stop. Just stop, please. Without this phone, there is no Red Hot Chili Peppers. Without the Red Hot Chili Peppers, you might as well get rid of no doubt. 50 bands that are out now. No effect. None of that shit would exist. All that they shit. Came from these guys. All they were the, the 80s Chuck Berry. <laughs> yeah. This is where I knew me and this motherfucker, man. No matter how much we played or didn't play together or whatever, we was together. Yeah. We we we, we killed it on fucking Yeah. 
Because yeah. the fish one, everything else just opened up too. Now we could go anywhere. We could go anywhere. We could go anywhere. We had the whole genre. The Son of Berserk everywhere. We had everybody. <laughs> we could cover all. I've been telling this guy my real taste in everything musically since the day I met him. Right. I bet you many of you can't say that. Many of you true. cannot say, you know what? I That's can tell true. a person exactly what I like and why I like it. Literally, I can tell this nigga I like Tears of Fears. Yep. Uh, the best mode, Fishbone, John Coltrane, and everything Robert motherfucking Smith writes. Yeah. And he's like, motherfucker, me too. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> What's up? What? Me what? too. You ain't say shit. <laughs> right. Guess what I like? Taylor Smith, Barbie. Uh, uh, <laughs> whatever, whatever, whatever. Susan the Banshee. Hell yeah. The same shit. You cannot like this shit. You cannot make the it. The same shit. Real shit. Kill that. Props to them, man. Props to Fishbone. Woo! We are so part man. of the Fishbone Brotherhood for life. So let's get into it. Yes. Give me a Depeche Mode track. I think I got one on mine. I don't think you have one, I man. All the way down. They're at the end. I was surprised. No, they're at the bottom. I was just getting to them. Were? Oh, no. I did not put them on yet. No. I was just getting to them. You got one on there. No. No. Go to your search. Oh, this one. This one affected us greatly, too. I was about to get that. Oh, you just want to jump all over the map. Ooh. 88. Man. I just remember us watching the video on your MTV raps and rhyming the whole thing. No mistakes. Over and over and over again. Let us begin. Come on, man. I mean, just the way he cleaned up so crisp from a year before. Yeah. He was like, you know what? My boy got killed. Yeah. That's what I'm about to do. Now. I'm coming back strong. I'm a teacher, I'm a this ain't gonna happen no more. <laughs> Harris Will lost it, dog. Not today. He snapped. Yeah. He, yeah. No one even realized he didn't been the same six. By all means necessary. And I'm glad he has it. This album was beautiful. I'm glad he has it. Beautiful. Yeah, man. This is when hip hop was just like had a swagger like no other, man. For real. This is what LA was fucking wrapped up. <laughs> These motherfuckers was coming for real. But you know what this motherfucker did? Yeah. He said, I'm going to form a fucking righteous shit on the East Coast and the West Coast. You remember that? Mm-hmm. We're all the same gang. Mm-hmm. That was Karis one, man. Mm-hmm. I forgot what it was on the yep. East Coast. But his, on, the, on the West Coast, it was the um, same gang. Yep, so. yep. It's true. It's true. Guys, incredible man. We're gonna come back to rap. Let's go back to this. Let's go back to this Depeche Mode. Right. Let me pull up something. Go to your search real quick. Put you ain't got no Depeche Mode. Put up Depeche Mode. What? Put up. Um, what? Actually, let's see what they come up on their songs. Enjoy click, the click silence. Artist. Click artist. No, no. Click Never artist. let me down. Click that. Scroll down. Okay, what's their time? Yeah, personally, Jesus. No. Policy of truth. Fuck that. Go down. Nah, it's the earlier shit. Yeah, go, ahead. go to their discography. Go right here. No, no, no. Go back. Oh, this is the touring one. Screw down a little bit. Anyway, Depeche Mode, No, 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 man. no. no. Go, to, go back up. What's up? Go back up. Go back. Right the here. album? Hit this. The album. Yeah, there you go. Now scroll all the way fucking down. They got a lot of shit. There you go. Ooh. I'm going to take you back to the, to the juice. You can kill KS1 too if you want. Ooh. I love to run in the background until. Depeche Mode. Enjoy the silence. Shoot, man, you could play Fly on the Windscreen or all that shit. Violator? Keep going. We're going to go to Master and Server. Ooh, this, this was good. That was a shit. Go to Master yeah. and Server and shit. Music for the masses. Catch on to the show. Which one is it? Oh, yeah, that's it. There it is. Play, no, no, play this one. Play this one. Play Shake Somebody? the Disease. No, oh. play Shake the Disease. Shake the Disease. 
Oh, ladies and gentlemen. Now, when I first heard this, I thought mm. you were As a matter of fact, you didn't take it seriously at all. Go to blasphemous rumor shit. Didn't take it seriously at all, huh? Listen to these, listen to this, listen to this shit in the background. Mm. Mind you, this is 86, 85. Listen to how this shit comes in. Look how they whipped the beat in. They whipping that beat. Watch this nigga lyrics. Watch how he come in with his voice. <laughs> Crazy they sound, right? Dollar. A lot of talent, man. A lot of creativity. So I like was living in, in, in Houston right here in Mission Bend, close to Ailey, Texas, when I first heard this band. And I actually used to go to the pool. It was summertime and we used to be at the pool every day. And like my crew was just like a whole like multicultural crew. It was like white, black, everything, man. Like we were all rocking this, man. All of us. Before the catch mode, and the guy singing, Alan, what was name, David Allen, mm -hmm. he's not the he's just the singer. David the lyricist is yeah. the other guy. Yeah. Martin yeah. Gore. Yes. He wrote all the lyrics. Yeah. Before them, I didn't think anyone could write like these guys. Mm -hmm. This is basically about now. Mm -hmm. It's about rumors and shit, you know, mm -hmm. being bullied and shit, mm -hmm. giving up. And I listened to this shit, I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Give me a song. You don't heard of, bro. I was like, what the fuck are they talking about? I was like, okay. And you can write and put this shit in music? And then it, it, they do this shit. It's amazing. I think they need to play this song right now to all these kids talking about bullying and shit because of the internet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's very, very current. Very so current. I got into Depeche Mode at 13 years old, man. And I just went in. I wanted to hear what they were saying, why they were saying it. I like watching them perform their shit. Yeah. Like they were different. It wasn't like these regular looking white boys with the long hair. And yeah. They, they were they had a whole nother skis. Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. trippy to me. Like, wait a minute. Because I never saw these. Hair. You don't see white people like this then. No. In, no. in your pockets back then, you were in your pockets. Yeah. White people look the way white people look. White people look the way yeah. white people look. It was very, yeah. What is that? Colonized or whatever? I don't know. I don't even know the word, man. <laughs> so when I saw these, I'm like, wait a minute, what are these motherfuckers? Once again, I saw bitches look at them. It was a different look. Mm -hmm. And I realized they're not looking just at them. They're just, they're, this bitch is really listening to what he's saying. Mm -hmm. They're mm -hmm. really taking these their experience. Not like on the radio with some happy shit or some funny shit or whatever. Uh -oh. Until I got into the cure. Mm -hmm. I know you got some cure shit. I know I got some cure shit. Man. And cure shit is not even, I mean. We bonded on the cure with Kiss Me, Kiss Me, Kiss Me. Yeah. That was our, now we about to go all the way off. You want to hear something funny is, is, is that that summer, I like was working at this place called Fame City. <laughs> and like we, we, we had a team club. And they always used to play close to me. Mm. They always used to play it. Mm. And then right at that moment, Kiss Me, Kiss Me, Kiss Me came out. Mm. And I was like, who's this band? Oh, this song is cool. So this album's cool. So then I went back and listened to all Everything. the old we shit. We would go to fucking Standing it? on the Beach and all that shit, man. Like we I used that to kind of, yes. Remember we used to get the 12 inches? Yes, the B-sides and shit? 
man, man forget about it. Bro. I like who's hooked after that, man. Forget about it, bro. Shoot. Shoot. I was hooked after that. A thousand hours, my dude. The song right here. I mean, we had different songs we liked, but there were so many songs on the album it was hard to lose. Man, this whole album I can listen, listen from like front to cover over and over and over again. I like was shocked when I heard this album. I like was frozen and I was like, man, something about it with like Prince and Robert Smith, something about it, man. Like I felt like like some some weird connection because both of their musics were like the same, but but different. They were dabbling into different styles and like different trends, but like these guys were making it sound like effortless. And and I was blown away, blown away, dude. I was lost. You know what? Musically lost. This is this this. Listen, I'm I'm gonna say something to y'all right now. I know we're talking a lot, we're playing music and shit, but this is like I said, it's for us. Yeah. What you just said right there is the reason why I knew I was gonna fuck you, fuck with you for the rest of my life. Yeah. You just said Prince and Robert Smith. And you went on and yeah. you compared them yeah. and you made a point to why you compared them. And I was like, he's fucking right. Like, I would have never done that. Nothing in me for all these years, BK, would have ever said really? that sentence. Wow. Even though I do like them wow. pretty much for the same fucking reason. Yeah. Musically, I would have never thought of that shit. Yeah. But you're right. Yeah. You are dead fucking right, bro. That's so crazy. It's as if both time. of them were like, fuck it. it. You're like, I'm going to do me. That is so, and they both look like each other on the opposite end. <laughs> exactly. Right. Exactly. One tall and fucking crazy looking. One shit. shit fucked That's me up. crazy you even said that, man. I was blown away, dude. That's my point with you in mm-hmm. a nutshell right there, my dude. That's my point with you in a nutshell. Mm-hmm. I knew, man. I knew right away. I was like, this motherfucker right here, man. I don't know what we're going to be, but I know I'm going to be around this guy. For be like, this time. dude's different. Yeah, something's up with this guy. This dude's weird. And I like, <laughs> I fucking like it. As a matter of fact, oh man, the cure was so influential for us in the 87, 88, and then we all know what happened in the 89 with yeah. disintegration. Yeah. And damn near everything I wrote was a kickoff fucking Robert Smith. I was just taking another angle from homesick to if only tonight we can sleep mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. all the b-sides and shit mm-hmm. man fear of ghost uh prince had prince had b-sides robert smith and them had had man, b-sides, b-sides. Too. it was like you're right bro shit you're right man he was like the prince it's as if they were like competing with each other man it's fucking weird no one ever nobody knew noticed no one it, ever though. noted it. yeah no no one would have ever said that only a motherfucker like you would literally say that mm-hmm. and and, and for mm-hmm. a motherfucker like me to sitting right next to me mm-hmm. that makes so much sense <laughs> On the same album, man, they they did hot, hot, hot. That sounds nothing like they've ever done. You know how they just do it. Robert Smith like, okay, I gotta get the label, I gotta get sire. That's uh, what I'm saying, though. Prince, and Prince, would do, do that the same too. thing, right? The same yeah, fucking thing. I'm like, what the fuck? Right, I get delirious. I'm like, what the fuck? All right, shit, this dude's doing some different shit, but it's good. It's it's right, fucking right. solid and it works. And it's them. He made a it twelve inch. It, it, it ain't like nobody else's. Shit. No, not like at all, dude. Even fucking around, shit. They probably like, eh, whatever. It was like, oh, that shit is solid. No doubt. No doubt. 87, 88, 89. Pivotal, pivotal yeah. year. Music had changed. Music was about to change. There was a lot of things happening, man. New shit, old shit. And then this whole other genre of shit that came out of nowhere. 
Go ahead and kick number 12 for me, my friend. Yes, sir. Because of shit like that, we got to do shit like this. I can't do this with any old motherfucking person. <laughs> Only a motherfucker right here on my left could understand why I'm going with shit like this. <laughs> I love the ambition of this group. Tell our viewers who, who this is and what the name of the song is. Let me go play. Let me go play. This album changed the shit out of a lot of things for me, bro. Like, they were serious, right? They <laughs> Just the ideas, man. They need to be like 52 without shit. Exactly. They're fucking climbing. Exactly. They're climbing. They're like, yo, this is the sugar cube. Front woman, Bajor. 87. This is our life's too good. This album fucked me up. I'll take you to that Right along with this song, you too, Joshua too, and mm-hmm. you more. Mm-hmm. 10,000 Maniacs, shout out to Natalie Motion. Because of where we were going, where we were, it's like we were in Houston, this place that's, <laughs> I can't even explain Houston to you. Uh... I can't explain the South, let alone South Texas. You. It's it's you could tell Houston was a new city trying to find its own identity and they were trying to escape the old identity. They were trying to create a new one. And I think we were too growing up. But do you think Texas is any of this? No. None of that, right? No. So how were we that then? How could we be this? That's what I'm saying though. Like I like think that we were both like at a place and and even the city where we were still trying to find ourselves you know i believe because we weren't from there you know how much that music, too you know how much music we introduced to the people that actually live there that too rick to this day still tells me that anthony i listen to so many fucking bands and groups now because of you yeah one way fucking yeah i don't even think fucking jerome would have his job if it wasn't for you right right you're right you feel me like we were these trans jerome people, right? you owe me <laughs> You owe me tickets to Tool, bro. He's like, fuck, you already gave me a Tool poster, bitch. But they're coming back, man. They're coming back in January, man. I expect to be there. We were the perfect team. You, me, and Troy. Right. We were the, and I'm going this time, bitch. Yeah. I'm going this time. We were the perfect transplants at the perfect transplant. We were, yeah, man. Yeah, man. Absolutely. Why we happen to be there about Absolutely. This? I think we could have done a lot better somewhere else. But. I dated some, like, crazy girls back then, too, man. But... I like think that the girls were like attracted by by the stuff we listened to. You Just know what us, I'm saying? Man, we had a weird flavor. Y'all. We, <laughs> we had a swag. We went man. for everybody. We went for everyone. But if you took a yes, swing, we were. Not for everyone. Yes, we were. Not for everyone. Not for everyone. No one can be for everyone. That's a motherfucker you don't want to trust. We were trust trustworthy within our devilishness. That's true. That's, That's what true. made people say, like, okay, whatever. They look safe. Yeah, they can't be that bad. Little do they know. Yeah. So. Anyway, man, should we cut this short or and, and like come back at? for like another one? Where you at? Where we at? You know Shit, man, I, I didn't even take the time. Well, we man. started right before um seven o'clock. So we got about 40 minutes in right now. Let's okay. 10 more minutes. 10 more minutes. 10 more minutes? Yeah, 10 more minutes. We hit it right at the 45 right. mark. All right. So um who can we talk about, man? Um so, so let's let's just keep it 1,000. Okay. I'm gonna end this though on the next one, but 
let's let's go back to this group. So I want you to go to my uh, yes. Go to uh, Ooh, where am I? This man has iced tea. Go to number two. The go to Jungle number Brothers. Two. Go to number two. This is right along with Fishbone. We thought Ooh. Fishbone was the shit, right? We knew Fishbone was the shit. But we also we've been seeing Fishbone now. We we, we got shows in with him and shit. Then out of nowhere, the cult of personality. Wow. And these people are really cool. Wow. Me and this guy here went to another level. We should know where the band. <laughs> that concert we went to. That's one of the best concerts I've ever February been to. Something right off the six, uh, right off the fifty nine and the sixteen. And the six ten. I don't know what that club is to me. That's a problem. Oh my god, it's not there anymore, yep. man. But oh my <laughs> god. I was dying in that show. We were throwing that nigga around in this yellow body glove, body suit, shit. This is Living Color, ladies and gentlemen. The song is called Middleman. It's one of the many, many, many bomb tracks. I always thought this track got underplayed. I love this song. Yeah. Yeah. Personality was such a hit. You know they were more bigger than that, but this was a cold ass song. Culture Personality blew up. MTV was loving them, man. Living Color was like media darlings. But this song right here was cold, especially like seeing it live. Oh, man. They, They killed the song, man. Killed it. That riff right there is nasty as fuck. I know, man. It's a lot of the same shit. Paris and Frames. Yeah, man. Then the color was was ugly. We've seen great shows with them. But that first show we saw was at Silver. We were in this little club in Houston, man. We just we lost. They lost it. We lost it. It was personal. Niggas was throwing niggas. It, it was crazy. It was beautiful. Oh, man, All like, the concerts we kind of went to was kind of like that. Though. Didn't they do like two on encores oh, or yeah, some yeah. shit, or maybe three? It was beautiful. It was beautiful. Man, just like that, man. Just like that. Great band. Great band. Props, living color. We appreciate you, man. We appreciate so, you. Let, let me ask you this. Edie Brickell. So we, we, we went to the same school, but at different times. We. <laughs> background, we, background. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let it the rock. song was bomb. Let though. it rock. This, was, this album was actually kind of cold, too. Eric yeah. December? Oh, man, this album was really good. Shit, come on, man. Underrated. We went to the same school. We lived in two different neighborhoods, but we went to the same school at, two different, at, at a different time. Yeah. Right? Slightly older than myself. Yeah, I Slightly. actually graduated um, graduated like a year before you. Right. Slightly. And um, I like was a loser, man, because because I was hanging around these high high school kids. My my ass was in college, man, going to the local college, man. But but I would always hang around my my old school high school buddies. My so man, so that's how I ran into him. My man has an interesting. He has an interesting. Duplexity. What's this college dude coming around here? This guy has an interesting <laughs> duplexity about himself. BK. Look at him. He's young looking as fuck. So I get why he hangs around young motherfuckers. Motherfuckers think he's young. But he's also very mature. Very mature, very safe. He's a motherfucker. He's gonna be in some shit, but guess what? He ain't gonna be doing that shit. Right. So he's kind of like the guy you kind of need to have around. Right, right. He's like the check and balance this shit. Just to validate you. You know what I mean? And he's not out of place because look at him. He'll just like us. So I get what you're saying, but I don't agree with you. Right, right, right. right, right. You're not a creep at all. Right. Everybody loves your ass. Thank you, man. Everybody fucking loves you. (laughs) I hate that shit, but it's true. Everybody loves you. Yeah, that's some bad shit. (laughs) 
This nigga evil too. Nigga, fuck that. <laughs> I see what he did. I saw what he did. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh but man. It, you know, this everybody loves this motherfucker, man. And rightfully so. Rightfully so. Deep down inside to the core, man, you are good. You are a good dude. I, I can be good, but I know it's not my core. I know it's not my core. I know it's not my core. And I'm not, I don't say that to be oh, bragging or like that. That's a good thing. Right, I'm right, right. With you. I'll be right. With you. I know I'm not a, I'm a good person. Yeah. Here. Yeah. But you fucking get in there. Yeah. I'll, I'll unravel. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll unravel. Naturally, yeah. though. Yeah. Not because I'm trying to be something I'm not. Right. You nasty as fuck too, though, dude. But it's a side of you. It's not who you are. Right, 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 so right, it's, right. It's a difference. You know what I mean? So. <laughs> when I'm when I'm provoked. <laughs> oh, he's fucking. <laughs> right, right, yeah. right. But anyways, so back Man. to what I'm trying to ask you, asking. God damn. So. Uh, we'll jump around. Yeah, man. Let, let it go. Let it ride, y'all. This is our era, man. Tell me. So. Okay, okay. Somehow. We're both put into the same spot, generally. We connect. Mm-hmm. We go through or whatever. We build, we, we stack up, we stack up. When did you feel like, you know what? He's probably gonna go his way, I'm probably gonna go my way. Mm-hmm. And even then, did you think then that that was the end? You know what I'm asking? is about to be over. Fell out for a little bit. Yeah. I don't even know where the fuck you were at. Next, you know, at ninety, I'm going to the Marine Corps. You went to the Marine Corps. My ass was in school, man. I was going to University of Houston. I've never been able to really ask you how you felt about it. I like was going to University of Houston, and and that's that's when I like picked up and started running with a whole different uh, crew. I like met met one of my best friends named uh, Jay. Uh, right around that time, I also was going to school with uh, Jerome at the University of Houston. Freaking Jerome told me, like in the middle of of, of both of us failing finance math, he said, "Bridge, I'm out of here, man. Like, I'm gonna drop this class, and I'm gonna be a fucking tour manager." And I was like, "Jerome, why don't you go do that, man? That's cool." Jer- Jerome showed showed me a book. And and what's what's dope about Jerome? Jerome had a plan. Yeah, he knew what he was gonna do. He he had a plan. The weird thing about it is that that motherfucker didn't ask me shit. Didn't ask me to come along or anything. But I like respect that though, man. Be because he knew what he wanted to do. This was his journey. I like was still struggling through like math. I think I think I made like a C minus or something like that. Jerome dropped out of that shit. I'm not having this. So like you know the rest was history. Um. You and I always kept in touch. We we but we, no, we always kept this, in touch. This is the question. Yeah. I graduated 89. Yeah. The summer that ended, I took off for a second. Yeah. You were doing whatever the fuck it is you were doing. Yeah. By no about right after my birthday, we kind of connected again. My family shit was going mm-hmm. eight shit. Mm-hmm. I didn't know really what I was doing. And at this time, you were kind of doing your thing. Mm-hmm. So in most cases, like because I moved a lot. I think you moved a few times too. Mm-hmm. Most times that's a wrap. Mm-hmm. Hey, it was a good run. I'd done two, three years since pretty much four, five different places. Mm-hmm. Right. But I always knew. I don't know how I knew. I knew I was going to be with you. I knew I, I was going to keep you. I knew I wasn't going to lose. Yeah. yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. I didn't know then it was going to still be this, but I knew. I just think like we were so connected musically, man. Like we always had that. 
Right. So, so Eddie, so anytime we talked, man, like, you know, we're talking about our families. We all met our families, man. We were all intertwined with our families. Like, you know, Mrs. Bridgewater, Mrs. Barrett and all that shit. Like, 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 like we were bonded, man. man. Like you, you, you with my sister, me, me with your brothers and shit, man. We were always tight. Yeah. So, I mean, like I, I actually knew, man, we were going to like, you know, survive, even though we were like apart. You know what I mean? Hold that thought. Yeah. Go to track 20 on yours. Yeah. On us versus them and play that for them, man. We're going to end this segment of the 50th episode right here and there. On this cut, track number 20. You got to go back. I got to go back. Yeah, you got to go back. Hold up, everybody. One second. One second. Slipping over here. No, sorry. Keep going. You might have to go the other way because they may have timed out. But you always just pull it up. There you oh, go. I'll, I'll go here. Yeah. So go to track 20. So we're going to end this Ooh. segment. You ain't uh, you you ain't ready for this. <laughs> you ain't ready for this. I, I got right, something right. to say about go them ahead, too. Ahead, no, 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 no. You go. You I go. Was gonna say, you go. Here's a group I had such mad respect for because they were the first overseas group that I was like, oh, okay, this motherfucker got some flavor over there. Maybe they can do shit over there too. Let them know what this is, man. This is a a band that none of y'all have heard before. The band is called Urban Dance Squad. And this song right here is called Struggle for Jive. You probably, if you have heard of this band, back in, I can't remember the year, man, but they they were, they had a hit song called Deeper Shade of Soul. And it was number number 21, like on the bill billboards. I think that's the highest that it got. That song was so insane. But if you peel back the apple and like dove into their album, you would be blown away. If this is BC Boys, check their head. This is blown away. Fucking Rage Against the Machine, Horn. They had Death Tony elements. They had all of the shit in an album called Mental Floss for the Globe. No one talks about it. No one talks about it. This is the original Rude Boy, too. He fucking was insane. They were kind of goofy, but when they played their shit, they was real. Slept on, man. And they had a conscience about them for some reason. Too slept on. I don't know why they didn't get the love. That's how we ended this segment right there. This song is called Struggle for the Jive. Me and this guy have struggled meeting, struggled staying together, struggled having a great fucking time, killing shit, being young and beautiful, struggled trying to get into our adulthood, struggling to stay together with whatever families we have left, we had lost, I suffered lost. Somehow we still kept it together, man. We went to whole other phases of our lives that we knew nothing about. I had no idea what they were going to ensure, what what was going to come out of it. So man. Play it, man. This is BK, man. I'm trying to tell y'all, man. This motherfucker right here, man. That's your boy, A-Y, the wide known bandit. I'm trying to tell y'all, man. That guy's a problem, ladies and this gentlemen. This motherfucker's the solution. <laughs> Every time. Every time. We're uh, in this right here, man. Bring in the theme music, man. Stop fucking with these All right, all right, man. All right. Put this shit we can. We're going to give y'all part B next. I love this band. Yeah, Last week, I, I don't know why. I like, I went back to listen to this. Yes. And I can't put it down. I would go see them. This has been killing me. You know me, DK. Yeah. I would literally go see them. Yeah. If they were like that, yeah. UCSD. Casbah somewhere. I would go see them. Yeah, yeah. I would stand there just so I could see what they really would do. I I don't know why they didn't get it, man. I don't know. 
But cream, I can say the same thing about Fishbone. Fishbone kind of got it only because they played so much. Yeah. You know, and they were from here. Oh, well, Fishbone gets California love, man, but I don't think they get love anywhere else, yeah. which is too bad. Yo, man, we appreciate y'all, man. Thank y'all so much, Live Feed. This is only part A. We got a part B, part C, D, E, and F, too. We love this you. Is our 50th, man. Love this you. Is shit for us, man. Yes. This motherfucker right here. Respect him. I respect him. I give him nothing but that man right, right there, man. He's about to go to the Nike outlet store and go shopping. Yes, he is. He got a dope new t-shirt, man, which he's gonna wear. Stay tuned for that. We've been doing this, man, professionally. This guy be flossing every time he comes on the show. Flossing, fresh gear. I got a pitch. Jimi Hendrix in the house, <laughs> right? Motherfucker, this Brooklyn hat. Bang on. Love y'all. Peace. That's okay, right? Hey. That's okay, right? Yes. <laughs>